excuse me, let's do a show. Welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 129. That was a really, really cool thing we just did. Yeah, that was pretty cool, actually. I'm I'm impressed by you, too. I'm so glad that everybody was able to hear that in their ear holes. I was telling Adam today that uh, because we do some special podcasts and we do like the, you know, games coming out this month or whatever, this is actually our 150th Bite Me episode. Yeah. In the feed, 150 episodes. That's a big number. I like it, it is, it's and it number. would have been 151 if, we'd order, if we would have remembered to do May game releases. Hey, guess who's awesome and did May game releases by himself? When did yeah, you do that? He did it when I, we did the the episode that was Well, I'm going to not talk that about week. that. Then I'm going to mark that because I sound like a dick. <laughs> mark it. <laughs> yeah, no, I did it really late at night. Got it. All right. Well, yeah, 150 episodes in, but officially this is the 129th mainline episode of Bite Me Podcast. When 129th, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I said that. Did I say what? that? What? Not. You did. You did. You do, you're, you're doing great, Adam. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Except when you're not. <laughs> Which is most of the time in life. Man, uh, my life. Right. All right. Aside from what we're playing, we're going to dive into some news this week about Red Dead Online. Red Dead. Red Dead Online. I don't, Red Dead I've, Redemption 2 online. Thank you. Because I'm like, that just doesn't read right because I'm expecting Redemption 2 to fly out of my mouth, but I, the yep. words aren't there. Red Dead Redemption 2 online is leaving beta with a whole bunch of new content. So we'll talk about that. World of Warcraft. Cra- yeah. World of Warcraft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> do you get paid to talk for a living, Adam? I do. That's why he's burnt out and done talking right now. No, it's fair. I just decided I'm not going to talk correctly for a living because I'm not getting paid enough for the correct talking I do for a living. Um, <laughs> World of Warcraft classic. I don't know why that's hard to say. I keep wanting to say World of Warcraft. <laughs> that's what I did. I want to say crap real bad. Take a war crap on your desk. <laughs> World of Warcraft Classic gets a release date. We'll talk about that. Division 2 has a couple of new missions that make it easier for guys who are girls or people in general uh, who don't want to do the whole grindy grindy on that. Uh, the raid won't have matchmaking. Is that correct? Is that what it I'm is. reading here? Okay. That's good. Beat Saver. Look at that. Look at the typo. Oh, Beat hmm. Saver. The new candy from Lifesavers. It's cheaper for a couple days. It's the Beat Saver. Oh, it's the Beat. (laughs) Beat Saber is leaving early access and getting a level editor, which it's so I didn't realize up until the other day that that game is an early access game. Uh, So we will talk about that. Some questions as well as the finals of Eddie Spaghetti's This or That. We'll do that. And some cheap free games as well as a whole bunch of stuff leaving Game Pass, which makes me sad because I wasted um, bandwidth and download uh, data on my data plan from Comcast on downloading a good handful of these games, and I'm probably not going to get to play them. But whatever. First, we start with what we are playing. Um, I'll say, first, I am playing Beat Saber on my PSVR quite a bit. I, yeah. s- I got to, to yeah. watch Adam play uh, Beat Saber on an uh, a Vive the other day in in real life, and he's really, really good at it. Like, really, really good at it. I don't know if I'm really good. I worked up a sweat, though. He did? I have an awesome boomerang <laughs> picture sweat. of him, and it looks like he's just flailing randomly, but it, it was really, it was fun. It was, it was really cool to watch. I'd like to say I worked up a sweat because I was just going crazy, like, to the beat and trying to get everything right, but I'm going to say a good 87% of the reason I was sweating as much as I did that day was because we were basically playing um, VR in a sauna. Oh, it was so hot. It was yeah. so hot. Um, cool if you, place, though. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, 
It was really, really warm, but it was a lot of fun. (laughs) It's called Portal VR in Ballard. And there's a couple, they have a couple of locations actually. Yeah, Bellevue. mm -hmm. Cool place. Yeah, super. I bet you the one in Bellevue is more air conditioned. I hope so. People in Bellevue are kind of bougie. They they might need the AC. Pretty much. Um, So, yeah, so no, that was a lot of fun. And I really like the way it felt in, I don't want to say real VR, but like a premium VR kind of rig. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I, I went back and I've played more on the PSVR and comparing the two, it's pretty, it's aside from the crisper, you know, graphics, the crisper screens in the Vive, it's pretty spot on across the board. It does feel like some of the tracking on the PSVR might be just a little bit off only because of the, the way that way it tracks, even though it's still a camera based following kind of thing, but it was all right. It was fun. Uh, I've also been playing, oh, dear God, Streamlabs OBS, die, will you die? Because I cannot get that to work properly I'd like for to my play stream. that game. <laughs> I, I want to play that game with a rocket launcher, but, <laughs> but I like my computer, so, um, yeah. I've been struggling with trying to get that going properly, but I feel like That's, I'm making progress. <laughs> you'll get there. You'll get there. Achievements are, are unlocking. Steps. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole lot of videos I need to watch. It, on getting I mean, that set up. in reality, anytime you're doing something like that, that's engineering. So think of engineering troubles. You know who's like, not an engineer? Exactly. <laughs> My point. Yeah. So you're saying <laughs> you're, a word, you're like a word engineer, Adam. Yeah. So I need to yeah. call. I need to find an actual engineer and be like, "Excuse me, engineer person, will you come to my house and do the things?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Um, and while you're doing those things, I'm going to play Let's Install Baseboards Upstairs because I'm also doing that, and yeah. that is also a struggle. My life is a struggle right now. Yeah, well, you're really you're branching out. I'm doing a lot of different things. You're like a young tree <laughs> when it gains its first branches. <laughs> okay. And then the Your leafy goodness great, though, the leafy goodness will flourish, and you'll turn into a bright, full bush. <laughs> How, how much will have you taken today, Dylan? That's a, a one dose. Of. One dose. It, a one dose does not equal one bottle or vice versa. No. Okay. Not um, enough, apparently, because I feel <laughs> terrible. Uh, and so, the only joy in my life today is this podcast. Oh, yay. Well, I'm glad we could bring you joy. Me too. Or this show could bring you joy. Uh, so, yeah, I've been playing some Beat Saber. I've been, I tried out the uh, Last Guardian VR demo, which is freaking cool, even though it's just a 10-minute kind of walk around with this big thing guy on it's weird but it's fun uh what else am I, I don't think that that's really all i'm playing yeah. seems good dylan what about you um i'm still playing sea of thieves and i'm still playing overwatch that's kind of become my life i noticed you were playing the sea of thieves i think the other night right yeah Vinny and i play that a lot and um, how is it it's incredible um, I think since the last time I spoke about it, because I don't want to just keep telling you how great Sea of Thieves is after the new update, because it really is, I think it's going to be more enjoyable for more players, but Vinny and I encountered a Megalodon in the fog, thick, dense fog. You couldn't even see it. I don't know how Vinny was hitting the thing based solely on sound cues of which direction it was off of the ship, and he was shooting with cannonballs. It was impressive. Are cannonballs difficult to shoot with and aim with? I mean, if you when know you can't when you can't see the thing you're aiming at, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard enough to eat a, a big fish, like shoot a big fish off of a boat in moving water as it is with a projectile weapon that shoots things at a certain velocity with 
drop over time. And you, you can't def- even see it. You're in thick fog in choppy water. And he managed to hit the thing. Did you, de- so did you defeat it? Or yeah, did you- we, oh, okay. we did. It took forever. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it attacks you, you can't see it either. So all of a sudden there's a big mouth on your boat. Oh, no. It was quite it was quite good. And I think Vinny saved the video on his Twitch. Okay, good. Because I need to go back and, and see that. Because yeah. I just saw that you guys were playing. I didn't don't yeah, jump in wild. and see what was happening. We're almost done with the Tall Tales. We have two left um and there's some really good ones um it's really cool that pretty much everyone shows you some really neat thing whether it's a a little piece of equipment that you have that interacts with the world differently i don't want to spoil too much but there's certain things that you get that when you use them they might be like the equipment you have when you normally play the game but these ones have a different feature when you look around the world you might see something that's different Um, you might see something more mysterious and that will help lead you to clues Um, and that's kind of how the the story content works and it's it's pretty neat and you feel i think really fulfilled when you kind of solve some of those riddles so i think it's it's definitely a fun experience to Is it something that you think you'd be willing to play again? Like, I'm, I actually would really like to play them, but I don't think it'd be any... Like, I don't really enjoy that game unless I'm playing with Vinny, oddly enough. Um, is it something that you think would be worth doing again? I think Vinny and I are both going to do them about five times each. So <laughs> nice. I think is the, the, the answer you're looking for. Um, and yes, I, there's no reason you wouldn't do it again, I think, because are, there are different variations on them. Um, so playing them a second time, it's not going to be exactly like you did it the first time. You're going to be led to a different island and the clue or the X is going to be in a different place based on a different clue or something. Um, and at the same time, I think it might be fun to lead other players through it and being able to kind of lead them to water and let them drink (laughs) it, so to speak, because there are, there are certain riddles that were more difficult than others that Vinny thought one thing I thought another thing in reality the thing was neither of those things um and you could spend a fair bit of time trying to figure out what they meant and um I just watched the developer update too um the most current one which I think was either yesterday or this morning or something UK time I don't know (laughs) um but they said that they've been able to see players where they drop off of certain tall tales and oftentimes they're very early on because they might be they might be stumbling on a clue and so they're they're working on a way to mitigate that and kind of get you in the right direction sooner rather than spinning your wheels that's really Um, cool that they can see that and and they're taking steps to make sure that they fix that yeah because i think there's a few times where we I think we came to the right conclusion, but we easily could have gone somewhere else um, and spent time chasing a wild goose. Oh, nice. Uh, Is anything new going on over in the land of the Overwatch? Um, It's it's super fun and exciting, as always. Um, We had a huge group on last night. Um, and I think that's probably the most fun I've ever had having almost a full, I think we had five on at one time, um, at the most, which was almost a full squad. And it was a lot of fun to be able to, we might've even had six for one game. I don't know, but, um, it was a lot of fun to have the kind of full team 
cooperation and and learning the game together and and working together as a team. That's that was a lot of fun. Um, again, it was the, fun to watch too. Yeah, um, a lot of fun stuff happened. I think everyone thinks they stink at Overwatch, and then you're like, guys, you aren't that bad. Like, because um, I think when we all played together, we were like winning games and like and playing really well together. When you kind of learn to do what your role is and whether you're healing or tanking or um, playing damage. And um, I just had a lot of fun playing. So I'd love to get some more people um, playing with us. So that's the all call. (laughs) There you go. Nice. All right, Cliff, uh, what are you doing? I think I'm playing the same games that I've been playing for like four weeks now. Heaven's Gate. Um, yeah, <laughs> Heaven's Gate. No, I actually have not been playing that because it's, uh, it's my dog. But uh, I've been playing SteamWorld Heist 2. Or I'm sorry, SteamWorld Heist because I can play that on my Switch, which is great. Um, apparently, that game on the PC was a full release and that had DLC for it. Um, and then on the switch, they just bundled that all into one game. So if I'd been playing it on the PC, I actually apparently would have already beat the game. Um, but then there's like this, this third chapter that is the DLC and I'm enjoying it, but maybe, maybe not quite as much. Like, I think that maybe my enjoyment of this game was about, you know, the, the actual game length and that maybe I would have enjoyed playing the DLC later. Um, like it was on the PC, but I'm still pushing through it, and I, I think I'll have it beaten probably probably by the time we record next week. Um, it's not that it's not fun; it's just that the mechanics don't the mechanics don't change much in that game. Like it's you get a crew together, you go on a ship, you you know take turns, you shoot at people. There's not a whole lot of crazy surprises in that game. Um, and this you're fighting some new bad guys in the in the expansion and so on and so forth. But it's it's still kind of a lot of the same, which is fine. I just think. I would have liked six or eight hours of the same, not like the 10 or 12 that apparently it takes to beat everything. So that's okay though. I'm enjoying it. Um, and then I am playing the division two as well. Um, I think I'm like level 23, 24, 25. So I'm getting closer to the end game, but I think there's still a lot of that game to beat. We've been really focusing heavily on doing the side missions and some of the bounties and optional quests and stuff and not pushing through the main mission a ton. Um, but we'll get there eventually. So I'm still really, still really enjoying that. Um, there are a couple things that I think are a little bit obnoxious about the game. Um, that just don't make a lot of sense. Like they have this, this idea in it where, um, you know, in a lot of like role-playing games, if you get a complete set of armor, you get a buff. And that makes sense in a world where that armor is probably magical. The same thing works in the division where if you have, um, you get a boost for every name brand piece of clothing you wear. So if your gloves and your backpack and your holster are all the same name brand, you get a buff, which just, and I don't even know if these brands are real. I have no idea, but it seems like oddly like weird commercial product placement. Um, (laughs) And it doesn't make any sense that I would get like a 10% boost to my, you know, accuracy with assault rifles because my backpack and my gloves and my holster match, but whatever. Um, Brand loyalty. I guess, I guess, confidence. Um, mostly what I don't like about it is it means that I'll have three matched items and they're all say level 20 and then I'll get a level 24 item that ends up actually 
it would boost my armor because it's it's a higher armor rating, you know, so everything has an armor rating. And let's say that the level 20 stuff's like a 3.5 or 3,500 armor rating and the level 23, 24 is a 4,500 armor rating. So that would boost my armor a thousand points, but it'd actually lower a bunch of other stats to enable it because it doesn't match that set. And I just don't know if I care enough to go through the game, especially like I could see an end game where, Hey, yeah, I want to build a match set of these things in order to build a character that does this. But just like day to day, as I'm running through um, the city, it, it seems really stupid to have to think about not only what gear you're using and what it does to your stats, but also like the, brand name that it is so you can get these weird match sets of stuff i don't know it, it just it kind of annoys me but besides that i I'm, I'm really enjoying it there's there's been a lot of fun things we've been doing a lot of cool <clears> encounters <throat> um and we're going to talk about some even newer stuff uh later in the podcast so division two is a lot of fun i think it's actually um been on sale a little bit recently too so you might actually be able to pick it up a little cheaper than 60 bucks so. nice everybody should definitely check that out and yeah. uh, that's what we're playing if we're not playing something you think we should be playing feel free to let us know in our discord all right make sure you uh write, rate us and review us and make sure you click the little box that says follow or subscribe on wherever you listen to us and that way more people can find us uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and support our show for as little as a buck a month and get yourself a bunch of cool little um, little um, what avatars and stickers and thingers for your discord if you'd like to do that. And you can support us all the way up to our producer level where we say your name on every episode and give you many, 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 many thanks. Yes, many thanks. Uh, and someday I'm actually going to remember to get that list up before you go into our Patreon spiel. So I'm not like clicking <laughs> buttons and trying to log into stuff real fast. But that day is not today. That but we can um, keep talking. We and could keep we talking. did acquire a new patron. Ooh. I'm about to say his name. Yes. It's very exciting. Say it. Uh, Have been, we killed enough time for you, Cliff, yet? By talking? You're doing great. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> okay. We are good. Um, Operator Jack, which is our, our good friend from Australia, he just has a different name now. So I oh, like hey. that. Yeah. Uh, and then, so this is Michael Kennedy Gauthier, I believe. He is our new patron. He's been hang- he's hung out on our Discord before. He's, he's definitely been around. Um, I think I got his last name right. I hope so. Um, I believe he's from uh, Quebec. So I think that's right. Um, if not, I guess come in Discord and yell at me. Um, Tom do McDermott. St- uh, yeah, okay. Don't, don't spell Palmer. it. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> you all right there? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Good, good. Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., Kevin Schuld, and of course, Vinny Champa. Who I get more notifications on my Discord about him streaming live, streaming now, thanking everybody who came to the stream and the video of a Megalodon. Yep. All the time. I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I love it. So thank you all for uh, supporting our show via our Patreon. Like I said, it's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Just go there and we'll take your money. It's fine. <laughs> All right, we've got some stuff to talk about, and our next segment is called News. He's feeling well enough to do that. There you go. So you shouldn't have left early. That's yesterday. That's all I'm saying. Slacker. Kidding. All right, Red Dead Redemption 2 online is leaving beta with a wild bunch of new content. Is that italicized for a reason? Yes. Why? Um, is that what it's called? Is it the wild bunch expansion? No, oh. it has nothing to do with Red Dead. It oh. has something to do with the Western genre. Cool. It, it's, a, <laughs> it's a renowned Western flick. Oh, I had no idea. Um, yeah. Did uh, not know that. Yeah. 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 
Um, all right, so let's talk about Red Dead uh, Redemption 2 leaving beta, the online leaving beta. Let's talk about some of this new content. Uh, some co-op missions in the A Land of Opportunity storyline. I have no idea what that is because this is the game that I bought, like, the big edition and only got, like, four hours into it and said, meh. I'm really excited about co-op in multiplayer. Like, I've not actually played Red Dead Redemption online yet, and uh, these things, some of these things really make me want to. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) These are the the online experiences in these kind of games generally aren't what I'm after, but I did really enjoy the first Red Dead online mode Mm -hmm. quite a bit, and... Um, I don't know how similar this is really going to be to that or if I even remember what that experience was. Um, but I think by the sounds of some of this, the the stuff here that it could be quite enjoyable. Not that I would probably sink a lot of time into this like I might other multiplayer games. But but I'm sure there's, uh, looking at this list, I'm sure there's something in there you'll find enjoyable that you'll give a yeah. shot. Uh, so there are new free roam missions from the new NPC quest givers, Thomas the Skiff Captain in Bayou Noir, or uh, the Aberdeen Pig Farmers northwest of Blue Water Marsh. There you go. You can find them there. Uh, some dynamic events around the world. Dynamic, I'm assuming, kind of like the world events that happen in yeah. Destiny and Anthem and things like that. Yep, exactly like that. Cool. Uh, there's going to be a new posse versus mode, including competitive fishing, bird shooting contests, and herb picking contests. Herb, with air quotes. Picking contest. No, I think it's actually just herbs. I yeah, think okay. Actually, we'll go with that. Because yeah, you cook a lot in the game. Um, I mean, Adam I, didn't. I cook with did. all kinds of herbs. Uh, <laughs> new play styles for offensive and defensive play. There's going to be poker available. In actually, s- what's that? Can I, I want to talk about that offensive and defensive for a minute because I think that's a really cool thing. Um, what they did essentially is they made it so if you want to play, like one of the downsides of playing in a big open world game with a bunch of other people is that often other people suck. Um, and so you can actually set your character to be offensive or defensive. And so if you're defensive, people can attack you, but they won't do much damage. They can't lasso you. They can't knock you off your horse. They can't do a lot of uh, stuff that would be annoying. And so odds are pretty good that they're going to come up to you. They're going to try and do some stuff and then they're going to go away when they realize they can't really hurt you. Or you can set your character to offensive, which means like, hey, I'm open. Let's fight. Um, Let's I think Cowboys, that's a really cool right? way to make an online multiplayer game safe for both sets of people which well that's is really a, a cool thing that sounds like similar to what they did with fallout uh 76 where if you want to be if you want to engage with other players you know and fight them you can you don't necessarily have to and if you choose not to then the damage that that comes on you is not going to be it just tickles you yeah it's just a tickle instead of a punch to the to, to the gut right yep so and my assumption and i don't actually know because like i said i haven't played it in um Grand Theft Auto Online, you could actually just set private servers too, so you may be able to do that as well. But I thought that was a really cool addition to to this game. Right, very cool. Um, there is also, like I said, poker now available at inns and saloons all across the map. There's a new showdown mode called Overrun, uh, a new weapon called the Lamat Revolver, new clothing, some updated and balanced hostility system uh, changes. You can press charges when killed by a player in free roam. How can you how can you press charges if you're dead? I well, I mean, you come back to just life. It's magic. I know, just like in the old world, you know, <laughs> the real world. If you die, Adam, you actually can come back and press charges. I'm into that. Hey, you killed me. I charge yeah. you with my murder, but I'm back. So 
maybe go it ahead won't and kill work. him, Dylan. Let's try it out. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait. Uh, and a bunch of uh, technical uh, updates, including HDR settings, manual adjustments, uh, variance to the FPS scheme, and some daily challenges, streaks, and rewards stuff. So yeah. there's all that, and that yeah. is going to be coming. When when is it out of beta officially? I believe now. Okay. Actually, great. Yeah, it came out of beta. All right, it's out and it's there. So go do it. Uh, World of War Cla- World of <laughs> Warcraft Classic uh, finally got a date. It's coming to PC and Mac on August 27th of this year. And Classic is defined as being during the Drums of War update, which was patch 1.12. Correct? I don't have any idea what that means. Yeah, I don't either. No, it it was very yeah. early on, but I guess what I understood was maybe when the game initially launched, it was really rocky. So it's not oh. that classic. Right. <laughs> it is 1.12 classic. Yeah. So it, it's it's early on, but without the the trials and tribulations that the first early adopters, the early, early adopters experienced. Yeah, I want to say fair. that what I read on this was that it was basically the 2006 version of World of Warcraft, if if you need like a way to wrap your brain okay. around it, roughly that era of World of Warcraft, um, it's included in the base, basic uh, WoW subscription costs. So if you're already playing WoW, you're not you don't need to pay anything extra for it. Um, and it starts on May fifteenth, which is the day we're recording this. Certain WoW players will be invited to participate in a small scale focused closed beta test, uh, helping to ensure WoW Classic nails its goal of authenticity. Uh, and they're going to have additional stress tests happening from now until July when it releases the following month, August 27th. So there is that. Are you going to jump back into the old WoW there, Cliff? No. Uh, I, like, I I loved WoW. I really did. And when I played it, it was like heroin for me. I could not <laughs> stop playing it. Stop. Um, but I've popped back in a couple times since then. And WoW is really ugly now. Um, like it looks terrible. Yeah. Um, it's really, really hard to. That's one of my think- biggest, my biggest hangups is uh, as a game I'd like to try, but it just doesn't look good. Yeah. It, it would be if I had a guild, if I had friends, if I had a you know a bunch of time sunk into. If I've been playing it for the last ten years, I think that you could probably excuse that because you understand some of the reasonings for it. You, you know, you're there more for the social aspects of it, so on and so forth. But like I've, I watch streamers stream it every once in a while and it's just ugly. It's really ugly. <laughs> um, now, if it were so, free, if it were free, would you jump back into it? Um, I would say that if wow was free, there's a way bigger chance that I would at least play it casually. It's not worth $15 a month to me, but gotcha, yeah, if right. it was free, yeah. I think I, there's a, a way better chance that I would play it. It would be a fun game to like play with my kid. Like it's a, it's a cool multiplayer game that we could play together. Um, and we actually tried it because there is a try. I think you can play, play to a level character 20 up to level 20. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't trade at all. So it was like two people playing, a, you know, essentially a single player game together. You can't share anything. It was really, it had a lot of really strange restrictions if you were playing with other people. So I don't know. It, if it was free, yes, I think I'd be way more willing to, to try it. Nice. All right. So updating updates incoming to the Division 2. It's getting two new missions. Um, and I read a story about this, and they're shorter missions for people who just don't want to do that grindy grind to get all the grindy stuff. Um, So, yeah, tell us about it. Well, I think that it's it's 
people that want to play the game for the story as opposed for the gear. Um, they're called classified assignments and they just released two of them. They're very story focused. So a lot of what you're doing is going through um, the different mission areas. And, you know, obviously there's the shooty shooty parts, <laughs> but part of that is to get access to um, four audio logs that are scattered throughout the mission itself. And those tell a story of something happening in that location. Um, there's apparently some kind of light puzzle elements to it. And at the end, you do fight a big boss who drops great gear. So if you are in it for the grindy grindy, that's cool. There's someone to grind, but you can't grind very often. You can only play it once a week. So once you beat it, you can, you have to time a week before you can play it again. So um, I think it's really cool. Uh, apparently there are two of them out now and they're going to add another six before the end of the first season pass year. Um, you do have to have the season pass in order to get access to these. So um, I guess I have to buy the season pass now. Well, there you go. Um, and the raid that's coming up is called Operation Dark Hours coming on May 16th. So the day this podcast Tomorrow. releases. Yeah. And it will not not have raid matchmaking which is kind of crappy because in february they literally posted a thing that was like every single element of the division two will have matchmaking so and like the requirements for this are big like you have to get eight people together finding eight people to raid with i mean that means i will never do these raids because i know i i could get four so i'd have to figure out a way to find another four people that play this game and have meet have met all the requirements to actually do the raid, which I don't even have yet. So you have to have finished the game and done a lot of extra stuff to even get access to the raids. So it's kind of crappy that they're not opening matchmaking up for this. I, I don't know. It seems, it seems eight people is a lot of people. That is it's a, lot, a lot, lot of people. And what in, in destiny, it was what? Six, six. And yeah. we had a hard time getting six for destiny raids. So right. And destiny, you know. could be matchmade. They did matchmaking for that. Didn't they? Are they, or they did had you that have weird to? in Destiny One. They did not in Destiny Two. They had that kind of strange, kind of guided mode thing. I think where you could kind of match make, but it, even that wasn't. I don't think actual real, honest to goodness matchmaking. Mm-hmm. And you understand the reason they're doing it. the The idea is that these are super cooperative. Like this one, for instance, it's four groups of two go into the raid and those groups of four have to communicate with each other. And they, I believe also have to communicate with the other group of four. And, you know, there's a lot of puzzle elements and a lot of, Hey, you're going to do this and you're going to do this. And we have to do them at the same time and together. And so they want people that know each other and are going to be able to talk on headsets and aren't going to grief each other and make the experience terrible. So you understand why they're doing what they're doing, but at the same time, eight people like i don't have eight friends i literally do not have eight friends um i there i don't know if there's any point in my entire life where i would have had seven other people all playing the same game all at the same level that would have been able to do this with me it's just not something i do yep well it uh operation dark hours is launching today if you're listening to this the day our podcast drops which is may 16th all right finally beat saber is leaving early access and it's getting a level editor which is really really cool um so it's leaving early access on may 21st which is funny because i thought that it was already out of early access because it's kind of everywhere um and for a game that's in early access, I mean, they've sold over a million copies of Beat Saber, so that's not bad. Um, no, and if you, yeah, it's really so, good. So think about that, though. Like, how many VR headsets are there even in the wild? Two million, two and a half million? Well, two and a like, half million, like, I think, 
maybe PSVRs. I don't think so. I think PSVRs only sold like a million and a half, two million, and both of the other headsets are maybe in the hundreds of thousands. Like I don't, I don't think there's more than even maybe three million VR headsets in the wild total. Huh, that's crazy. Well, that yeah. means basically everybody who owns a VR headset of some kind that can play Beat Saber has it. Yeah. I'm going with that. Um, and it is only $20 if you buy it now, so you should do that because after it goes um, out of early access on May 21st, it's going to go up to $30. So you should do that. The level editor sounds really cool, and this is one of those, like, the more and more I talk about Beat Saber, the more and more I'm like, I need a real VR. Even PSVR is real VR, but... I mean, like, a high-quality one. Um, the level editor is 2D. It's very simple and will allow Beat Saber players to create levels for their own audio tracks, which I'm sure is super, super legal. As long as you don't share it with people, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Probably. I'm, yeah, I mean... Sure. It's your music. I, it'll be you interesting to see how they address the sharing of that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do say more music is coming this year, including music from big name artists coming from all genres. Uh, paid music tracks, free tracks, and some more features are uh, incoming this year. Hopefully they'll see release on the PSVR because that's where I play. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And again, Beat Saber, over a million in sales. So I can't wait to play some like bluegrass in, 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 in Beat Saber. <laughs> Said nobody ever. I like bluegrass. I okay. I mean, somebody has to. <laughs> I like green grass, but I like where it grows. <laughs> green grass and high tides. Sure. I don't sure. know what that means. Is that a song? It I don't know, but it sure is greener on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we are done. That is all your news. And up next, we have questions from Optimist Prime Ten Penny Twenty Five. I love that name for whatever reason. Uh, Joe Coleslaw, Geekopia, and this guy. Hey, you Vin. That's the dude. Uh, you can find him at twitch.tv slash DaVinster. You should do that. Vinny wants to know, even though it's only a little less than a month away, he's been thinking about E3 a lot. Duh. Uh, question this week is, what is your favorite get hype moment at any E3 conference? P.S. You can watch along E3 with Vinny and see live reacts at twitch.tv slash DaVinster. Extremely excited about uh, the Xbox conference. I think that it has been my hype moment um, for the last two years. I think they put on an extremely, extremely good conference. I think that the I think the Xbox conference at E3 is the best conference that anybody puts on ever. Um it's it's just it's the best one it's timed really well they have the exact perfect amount of um, people talking versus you know gameplay versus um you know events and so on and so forth i think that often things are kind of surprising um they they do just a really good job of spending an hour an hour and a half showing you all the stuff they want you to know about for the next year and i don't think that anybody does it better than them so i'm Super hyped to see what they have to talk about because I think a lot of it's going to be like Xbox streaming and, you know, the next version of Xbox. Um, besides that, like I'll watch everything else, but I think most of them aren't great. So that's me. I mostly agree with Cliff, I think. I'm excited for the Sony. Oh, wait. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, just because I think everything that Xbox has been doing, too, is awesome. So I'm always excited to see what awesome thing they're going to do next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Devolver Digital one, too, just because I think that they're stupid. And I'm kind of <laughs> interested to see what stupid thing they do this year. So, I, you know, we'll see. I like that. Yeah. And Nintendo, is Nintendo going to be doing something as well? I'm sure that 
They yeah, are, but it's yeah. like a pre-recorded direct, yeah. so it's just like watching any right. Nintendo oh, direct. Come on, but, guys. But Lots shout of out, snapping. Yeah, shout out to Nintendo, though. I do like those. I think they're quick. They're quirky enough. Generally, they show you something new. Um, and a lot of the times they're like, hey, this is cool, and it's going to be out next month. Um, yeah. And I really my, like that. Um, so, My only complaint with the Nintendo directs is they're almost too fast. Like, they don't... I think they need to give you a little bit of breathing room in the middle, and they often don't. It usually, it often is just like bam, 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 bam. I think that's why I like the Xbox One is that it's like, hey, a minute of talking and then a thing or two, and then like a minute of talking and a thing or two. I think the Nintendo ones are just a little quick, but I agree that it is cool that they put out things and it's often like day and date or a month from now. Nice. All right. Well, thank you for that question, Vinny. Up next, Geekopia wants to know, what do you guys want to see out of Pokemon Shield and Sword? New mega evolutions, new ways to travel, anything? Weird smiley face? (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to more weird smiley faces. Yes. Um, I thought about this quite a bit, and I enjoyed the Let's Go Pikachu version of Pokemon um, that's probably the most I've enjoyed a Pokemon game in a while, and I think it was because it was a little bit different. Um, and this kind of is going back to the... This is going to be the more traditional Pokemon game, I think, so you're not going to be catching... A, it's not going to be kind of like the Pokemon Go-influenced um, game as much as um, that uh, Let's Go was. <clears throat> <laughs> um, so, but learning things from that is, I think them changing something up a little bit um, rather than sticking to the traditional you fight gym leaders, you get your eight badges, you go to the tournament and do the thing. Um, It's a very formulaic thing. um, And I think breaking that a little bit might be, might be useful as well as um, playing a game like steam world quest recently is it plays very much like a, jrpg pokemon game but they introduced some sort of a random deck building element to it that kind of changed up how you play the game a little bit um but kind of opened my eyes to how you could play these games differently um rather than sticking to what is very similar to every other game that's come before it and i think unless you really get deep into leveling up your Pokemon and really look at their stats and figuring out how to to maximize those things. Like, that's where the depth of that game comes in, and I think there's a lot of players that that's lost on and they don't really care about that. I'm probably one of them. Because <laughs> um, I know there are ways, if you're going to play that game on a competitive level, that when you level up do by doing certain things or by giving them certain items, you can reach a higher ceiling with your Pokemon so than um, you otherwise would just by casually playing the game um and i think introducing a different way that the the combats work um i'm thinking of a game like um bravely default kind of did something interesting where they allowed you to sort of like gamble with certain attacks um i that was i can't really remember exactly how it worked um but you can kind of choose an attack or defense thing and it kind of introduces like rock, paper, scissors thing into it as well as doing your normal attacks. So maybe there's a way to just change up the the Pokemon battles because, I mean, that's ultimately kind of what the game's about. You collect and you battle. Um, so making that part more interesting and I think what I liked about Let's Go was it created the the collecting became slightly more interesting even though I didn't, I wasn't, 
100% a fan of everything they did by like catching the same Pokemon over and over increased your chances of getting a shiny version of that Pokemon. I think that's absolutely silly and a ridiculous way to grind because ultimately Pokemon should be about collecting all of the Pokemon, not collecting 150 of the same Pokemon to get the shiny one. Uh, so I don't think that was at the heart of what Pokemon was. Um, so that's what I think. Well, there you go. There's Dylan's hot take. It was cold. <laughs> lukewarm take. Yeah, Cliff, do you have any Pokemon input? This will be the first Pokemon game that I... The first, like, mainline Pokemon game that I've ever actually played. Um, I played Go a little bit and was not super into it, so that's okay. Um, but I'm really excited to try this just because I haven't played any of them before. So I don't have any real thoughts on <clears throat> what I want versus the old games. I'm just interested to actually try one. So I'm, yeah, I'm that's looking forward to it. Same with me. I've never played a mainline one before, but I'm looking forward to giving it a try. Oh, wait, that's right. I'm not buying new games this year. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Damn. Okay. You can borrow mine. Cool. I'll take it. Uh, Joe Coleslaw wants to know, what is your favorite and or least favorite screen or action when you fail a mission or die in a game? Like the duck hunt dog laughing at you, the gory and gruesome deaths and evil within, or God of War telling you to pick an easier difficulty? What is your least or or favorite? I like games that kind of um, trash talk you a little bit when you lose. (laughs) Kind of like God of War is like, do you need an easier version? Like, I kind of like that. Um, I'm a fan of that. Like it's it's trying to be nice to you and say maybe you should try this, but yeah, it's also it's, saying, "Hey, it's you so suck. Seattle, yeah, it's like so <laughs> passive aggressive." Um, uh-huh. You should probably do an easier difficulty, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the duck hunt dog is classic too. Yeah, just laughing, it's like laughing at you, at you. rude. Ugh. Ugh. Right, I do like the devil may cry. Um, the the devil may cry scene, scenes. When you die because it's basically you're dead. Yeah. And just blood melting across the screen. But I like it. It's just like, by the way, you're dead. Yeah, you're, you're dead. <laughs> I like uh, Grand Theft Auto Wasted. No, I like those two. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And I like how when Mario, Mario's gone, he just kind of <laughs> he just kind of shrugs and he's like, well, I'm dead. I'm falling off a cliff. And I'm out. Cliff, what about you? I like I, I really do like the wasted GTA ones, um, especially like when you die in some sort of horrible, bizarre way and you just get to watch your ragdoll corpse as it falls down a side of a cliff or you get blown up and it, your body flies off an explosion. I think that's really cool. Um, I was a big fan of the way it works in Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo 2 when you just get like sometimes you just lose and that game, you know, there's a little but you know, a little bit of poof at the end, but sometimes you get just killed it and these huge slamming you know blocks fall from the sky and like slam under your side and your character falls down i always thought that was a cool ending um probably my least favorite and i don't know which of the new laura croft games it was but or tomb raider games i guess but she would die these just horrifying terrible violent deaths and if you couldn't get past the point you just have to watch laura croft getting like viciously murdered over and over and over and over again it was like i didn't want to see that the first time but by the fifth time i've seen this just cringe inducing you know her getting shot with an arrow through her neck and falling down and drown it was terrible i didn't i didn't dig that at all mm. poor laura croft Right. Right. All right, Joe Coleslaw, thank you for that question. Tenpenny25, this is a new name I've never seen before. Do we know this? Do we know who Tenpenny is? Yeah, they've been around. No. I've not, well, I've not seen the name in our, in our show notes for questions. Uh, so Tenpenny25 wants to know, what other gaming-related podcasts do you all listen to? And if you could collaborate with another podcast for one episode, who would it be with? 
Um, I listen to all the IGN podcasts for the most part, tip, uh, specifically Game Scoop. I don't miss Game Scoop. I love me some Game Scoop. And I would do an I would do an episode with the Omega Cops for sure. Who are the Omega Cops? The Omega Cops is Game Scoop. Camp oh, Goose. Okay. It's all it's all uh what is it? Is that an anagram when you can mix around the letters and make a yeah. make a word out of it? Yeah. yeah. So that's Omega Cops and Camp Goose. Oh nice. Very yeah. Nice. I love those guys. Yeah. I used to listen to all of the IGN podcasts and then I kind of fell off of them as people left that I liked. Um so I don't listen to any of them now. Um uh, pretty much the only gaming podcast I listen to is the the Waypoint podcast, which I love and adore, and I think it's great. Um, you, if you are not politically leftist, you probably will not enjoy it. So keep that in mind if you're taking this as a recommendation. <laughs> um, but it's it's very good, um, and they go probably a little deeper into actual video game uh, criticism than a lot of other places do. Um, it's, it's a very enjoyable podcast. It's, it's pretty much uh, a lot of weeks. It's the only podcast I listen to because they release three episodes a week. So Holy crap. Um, that's a lot. Yeah, <clears throat> it is. Um, and they're long too. They're like an hour to an hour and a half to two and a half hours long. So um, there's a lot of, a lot of waypoint content out there. If uh, you're interested, if I was going to collaborate with another podcast, I mean, I would love to collaborate with those guys. I think they're really cool, um, but I think they're actually all smarter than I am. And um, also better gamers than I am. So, um, I don't, I don't know if I'd fit in. Um, I love Steve Gaynor is the guy who did, um, Tacoma and, um, gone home. And he, I think has his own podcast or has had his own podcast before. I want to say maybe on the idle thumbs network, maybe, but I've also heard him guest on a ton of podcasts and I think he's incredibly funny and super personable. So I would love to do a podcast with Steve Gaynor. Cool. Dylan, um, what about you? I don't listen to any video game related podcasts, but I occasionally will listen to something uh, about like Magic the Gathering. Okay. Um, so that's the closest thing. And I have to say, but more focused on actually playing the game. And I have to say that it's super beneficial to being better at Magic the Gathering is listening to people who are very good at the game explain the game to you. Would it, you? It actually, like, I went from like, I literally, without playing the game, ever within like two months i actually like took second place at a store tournament so like just by like soaking up the knowledge and using that um and kind of just like grinding out and like learning how to play the game and based on bad draws like i wish i would have had a little bit more luck i might have been able to win it but whatever it was okay gotcha uh any podcast you would want to collaborate with I don't, I don't know, because I don't listen to any. Tenpenny, thank you for that question. Up next, Optimist Prime, was there ever a moment in your gaming career that almost made you give up gaming or stopped you from participating in the gaming community? Um, I don't think there was a moment where I was just like, meh, screw it, and I'm out. I think I've just kind of, over the years, just ebbed and flowed in and out of the, the gaming world, and I think right now I'm farther into it than I think I've ever been. But I don't think I've ever had a moment where... And I also wouldn't call it a gaming career because I have certainly not made any money off of this thing. Like a couple of bucks. <laughs> no, none. Not compared to what I've spent. Oh, yeah, that's I am true. definitely yeah, in the red. <laughs> a lot. That's very valid. That's the best place to very be valid. with video games, though. <laughs> so, yeah, none for me. I'm kind of the same way. Um, I fell out really hard, though, probably, I'm going to say 
four or five years ago um, when I went to my first PAX and I realized that like I didn't have any idea what was going on. I didn't know any of these games. Like I'd played some stuff, but I, I wasn't playing very much. And I, I realized how far away from it I'd gotten. And that's actually kind of how I got back to here where I started listening to a bunch of video game podcasts and reading up on stuff and got way, way more back into things. So I, but same for me, I've, I've kind of flowed in and out. Um, I think that, the more I interact with kind of like, as I say, those kind of like triple G gamer or uppercase G gamer folk, not triple G, that'd be real weird. No, good, good, good <laughs> gamers. Um, the more it makes me think poorly of the video game community as a whole though. And I think that they are a very awful and gross, um, loud minority, but I, it is something that definitely makes me, I don't want to say hesitant to identify as a gamer, but makes me very quick to clarify what kind of gamer I am. Okay. Um, I can't say I have one related to video games again, um, but I have witnessed in my days of playing uh, tabletop war games, specifically Warhammer, um, during like store tournaments, I've witnessed like table throwing really? with miniatures <laughs> um, so and it, it came in a particular instance there was one guy that used to play at the store who was just he would he would play really cheesy beardy like trolly army lists um so if you're unfamiliar with warhammer you assemble your your army is based on like a point by system. So each model in your army, whether it be like a foot soldier, a hero character, a dragon, whatever it is, has a point value. So if you play a 3,000 point game of Warhammer, you buy models equivalent to 3,000 points, right? So, and you can do it however you want. Um, of course, there's certain restrictions and whatever, but, and a lot uh, people will have different strategies and some people like to do things that are really cheesy and, and, uh, it causes, um, fervor in people who play against that because a lot of the times they're, they're what they're, they're playing really to win at the expense of having fun. Um, which I know like, obviously if you're going to play competitively play to win, but I think there's, playing to win and then there's that kind of playing to win um and it i've played against it i don't think i ever felt that that way about it um but this person did and they definitely like threw their miniatures <laughs> all over the place and you're just like whoa this is a game yeah it's, it's and serious. It, it was a lot to take in at that that moment and like the whole store just goes silent and the guy storms out and you're just like i guess you help pick it up and <laughs> and kind of just move on with your day but um that's why it's it's not be the person you want to play the, the moral is be the person you want to play against too um, yeah, oh totally because nobody like, wants to play against that and like we we experienced it and it was so fun. I'm gonna go back to Overwatch last night real quick because I, I forgot about this, but there was this guy and I totally remember his username, but I just won't throw it out for the sake of of whatever. But 
like all f- like four of us are in there playing this game, so you can ask Hans about it, ask Vinny about it. I mean, you can watch Vinny's stream and see it. Um, and this guy is he's like just getting after us because we're we're not playing good, right? He's just like get some kills, guys, get some kills. I got like forty five kills. Why aren't we winning this game, right? And it's like, bro, do you know why? It's because this is how you act, like. It, this is the the you show right now and it's like because we're tanking for you that's why you got 45 kills so why we're losing is not because our lack of kills like if you got 45 kills how many kills could we have really got mm-hmm. like and, and it's just like that person just he's not a good teammate <laughs> so like don't be that guy i'm just always shocked about people that will lose or be upset with how you play or whatever they'll actually take the time to you know, exit their game, go into whatever chat program, you know, whether it be your Xbox or your, your PlayStation and send you a message telling you how badly you suck. Oh, yeah. Like, it's amazing. Like, what kind of sociopath are you to do that? Yeah. When, I just don't even understand. When I have a bad game, I just leave when it's over right? and requeue another game. That's yeah. that's literally it. And it's like, I think very rarely, like, and when I play with bad players, like, I've been a bad player. I'm still a bad player. I think if if you're playing with me on Overwatch, you're a bad player because obviously <laughs> you're not a very highly ranked player because I'm not. Um, so it's like you can't be that good at this game. So you're you really just have no concept of what's what's going on around you and just try to make the game better. Try to if, if you think you're that good, educate the players around you to be better instead of just berating them. Um, but we were like laughing like he this dude was hysterical, like <laughs> just text chatting us. It was so funny, nice. but it was it was fun to share that with like four other people because all four of us were in on the joke. We're like laughing. And then yep. it, he would like send us text and we would just like we just answer his questions and, and send them back. But very politely, like we didn't right. get we didn't get hot. Like we're just like, bro, like calm down. Seriously. It was awesome. Well, thank you for that question. Optimist Prime. Up next, Eddie Spaghetti has another episode of This or That for us, and it's week six. So is this the finals? Or the, this is the semifinals. Yeah. Semifinals. Yeah, all right. But then he said, just go ahead and do the finals after it. So we take the two winners and, and oh, spar them. Oh, got it. Oh. Okay. So here we go. So it's the semifinals and then the finals right now. Here we go. Oreos or soft serve? And I soft do want to serve. clarify, this is only original Oreos. So this is like OG Oreos, none of the fun flavors. Oh, I didn't even think of the other fun flavors because to yeah. me, those don't exist. So, <laughs> Oreos versus soft serve. Soft serve. I'm taking soft serve. Yep. Same. Yep, there you go. All right, so puppies versus gummy bears. Puppies. Mm-hmm. I think I go with puppies. Oh, yeah. I was going to go gummy bears, but puppies it is. Okay, All so right, puppies so soft versus soft serve. Soft serve. soft serve versus puppies? I got to yep. go with soft serve. I know, right? <laughs> there's, oh. there's few things in this world that I would pick over soft serve ice cream. So literally, you just eliminated dogs from the earth. No, we just eliminated puppies. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. Now we do. All the dogs no. are still there. Puppies, no. they're gone. Dogs, dogs are, are gone, there. man. There will never be 15 or 17 years from now, dogs do not exist on this planet. That's what you're saying. Well, so then- you're telling me I should feel bad and eliminate soft serve ice cream? Yes. No. Oh, you guys are monsters. <laughs> what? I First of all, Dylan's the monster. He said soft serve. Cliff, what did you say? Puppies. What did I I'm say? I'm not a monster. What did I say? He hasn't said soft anything Soft serve. Yet. No, I didn't. 
I'm pretty sure you did. Didn't answer soft serve to that one. Didn't answer puppies to that one either. Just, just right, pick soft you serve. Picking, Adam? You, 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 as a, you're right now, you choose whether dogs exist on this earth 20 years from now. Take soft serve. <laughs> I mean, what if we found a way to have the puppies serve the soft serve? No, it does not work that way. You you are choosing it's a, this one or that. of the forms of ice cream. All other ice cream will still exist or dogs. I'm going with soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> and I really like dogs. Mongo um, is so mad at you right now, Dylan. Oh, he, he likes soft serve too. <laughs> and just think, without dogs, you'll have more soft serve for yourself. Right. My grandpa um, used all these to dogs getting, my the, getting their dogs. puppy cones at Dairy Queen. Those could yeah. be mine. Right. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, so I'm, I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm going to have to go with puppies. Cause if, if we follow, Cliff's, if we follow Cliff's train of logic, Think which about I Dylan. don't agree with necessarily because it's just puppies. <laughs> it's just puppies, man. Like there's going to be dogs. We can have puppies, dogs. Puppies turn into dogs. They you cannot do. have one without the other. But I don't this isn't think like a chicken that, egg thing. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think that this. I didn't think we were erasing anybody from yeah. existence. And I don't think, no. I don't think that this is, this just means that we're going to have. Soft serve is more delicious than puppies. And <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, there's puppy? that. So, but the thing is like, I feel like. This creates a weird thing in the universe where that just means there's no more puppies and it goes strictly from pregnant dog to full dog. Yeah. There's, and it just, whatever comes out of there just skips like the puppy phase. Mama and dog, it's a dog splits into two and has yeah. baby dog. What if it becomes <laughs> that like, sounds messy. Yeah. let's, uh, yeah, well, it could be. All right. Well, there you go. So we have uh, puppies. Moving on. Sorry about it. <laughs> uh, thank you for that very long form question over the last month or so eddie spaghetti appreciate it uh triple trouble wants to know okay so you're stuck in a video game for a week you keep everything you obtain in it and you can't use cheats or hacks what game do you choose and why he chooses he or she chooses uh scribble knots for obvious reasons that is a he he is also my son (laughs) (laughs) oh crap why didn't i know that (laughs) it's all good i never see that name enough it's okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that and Scribbleless is actually an excellent oh, choice, to be honest. It's so cool. Yeah, it's a good choice. Never played it. You can, it's a really cool you game. You can pick anything. You can write anything into the game and it just appears. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, ugh. what game? Well, okay, we get to keep everything. I'm going to go with Breath of the Wild. Why yeah, not? Man, I don't know how I'd go through life without a thousand Korok seeds. That'd be great. <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying. A bunch of broken ass weapons. Woo. <laughs> yeah, right. Borderlands 3. One billion guns. Oh, wait a minute. You So, I'm sorry. I think I misunderstood the question. So, you're stuck in a video game for a week, and everything you collect during that week you get to bring into the real world? Yeah. Yes, oh, sir. okay. Now it makes sense. Totally, you didn't want a spare room full of broken weapons? Totally changes the game. I thought that, for some reason, I thought I'm yeah. stuck in a game, and I get... I, okay. I got 11 broken swords. Yeah, I'm going to go in with... a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You go. So you you were saying Borderlands Three. Borderlands Three. Sweet. Okay. One billion <laughs> weapons. I want that running gun. The gun that runs every time I watch that that uh, trailer just makes me giggle. Okay. There's um. That. Let's see. What would be a cool game? I would say something where you can collect a lot of stuff. Um. 
So like maybe like uh, Skyrim where have you ever seen those people that have like an entire house full of pumpkins <laughs> or an entire house full of like a hundred million books or, you know, I'm just going to I'm going to play Skyrim really hard for a week. I'm going to come out with all sorts of cool like axes and stuff. Um, plus more food than I can ever eat. It'll be great. I think I'm a bunch of money. I think I'm going to go with like Stardew Valley because I can actually acquire things that are practical in my future. <laughs> I've I mean, got, like the other side too is you could think about like Grand Theft Auto. Like you come out of that game with a lot of money. It's true. Cool. Yeah, I like that story. It's true. I like that story. Um, I don't know if I. I don't know what game I would want to bring stuff. Are you? Is your mortality in jeopardy in this game though? I mean, since you're stuck in a video game, so presumably you would be, you know, beholden to the laws of that video game. So if you're in Grand Theft Auto, yeah, you might die a bunch, but you you, know, you always just come back at your house. Is my back going to hurt really bad when I get back to the real world? I mean, let's be honest. My back hurts really bad in the real world anyway, so what does it matter? It's true. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. How about like a Mario game? That way I come back with a bunch of magic mushrooms. That's a good answer. <laughs> I'm into that. That's a good, right that's a good answer, that. There that's you a go. That's a good answer. All right. Man Socks wants to know, what's your favorite Kevin Smith movie? I've only seen like two. Clerks. Oh, Really? Yeah, I saw Clerks 2. Didn't see Clerks. Uh, man, if you're going to see a movie, Clerks 2 is a good choice. That's a really good choice. Mm. I am a massive, massive, massive Kevin Smith movie. This is like the hardest question I've ever had to answer um, because I love all of them. Soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't he do that movie T- Tusk? He did do Tusk, which we- was wackadoo. I heard it was real crazy. It was maybe the strangest movie I've ever seen. Justin Long, like, sewn up into a walrus was terrifying in a a lot of different ways. Um, My favorite is probably Dogma. Um, I I like Dogma an awful lot. Um, One time I was... You uh, like Dogma so much you chose it over soft serve. Yeah. Um, I was doing this horrible work project where I had to work... um, six 21 hour days in a row um which i do not recommend and every night at about 1 30 p.m i'd watch dogma for six days running um so it means a lot to me it's a good movie really good movie and that was the one with matt damon alanis morissette yes sir yeah alanis morissette is in fact god well yeah but that's beside the point we're talking about exactly i'm kidding Right. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, uh, Mansox, with always the most important question of the week. All right. Let's wrap it up with some cheap free games. Specifically, we're going to tell you what's going away um, from Game Pass this week and actually throughout the month. There's a lot going away and it kind of sucks because there were some that I really, really wanted to play. Uh, and I love that I just clicked on this Polygon article that talks about what's going away. So... <laughs> The games that are being released or being shuttled out, right off the bat, it says Star Wars, The Force Unleaded, and The Force Unleaded 2. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Star Wars Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2, which uh, were 360 games, became backwards compatible. Uh, I really, really, really wanted to play those. And since I've got them, what, they're, they're... are they there through the end of the month through the end of the month and they're both pretty short and they're both pretty fun just skip the force unleashed one play the force unleashed two okay and uh they're both good you can play both those actually have multiple playthroughs too so maybe you don't have time for that but both good games so uh okay so star wars stfu what is that that doesn't that doesn't make sense i feel like this article is 
Oh, that's what they're saying. They're saying uh, the the Force Unleashed, Star Wars Force Unleashed two. So, that, uh, that oh, is sorry, one. I totally yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. Okay. Uh Comic Jumper and Explosion Man, those are going away. The Mega Man Legacy Collection, which really I really wanted to get back through that. Uh that's going away and so is Moto GP 17. Uh, I feel like there were more games going away this month that I just Could be. that I'm not seeing here. But Explosion Man and Ms. Explosion Man if you have not played them are both absolutely excellent. Um the crazy thing that blows my mind about this is the the statistic they always tell you is that there's a hundred plus games in Game Pass, and this article very specifically says there are two hundred and thirty one titles currently in Game Pass. That is a lot. It's it a lot, a lot. And I feel like so many of them are going away because I swear I saw a list that's that's more than that. But that's Maybe. okay. Yeah. Okay. Over on the Epic Store on May sixteenth, it is free. It's called Stories Untold. I know nothing about this game. I don't either. Do you want me to read you about it? Because it sounds kind of interesting. Well, I mean, I'm looking right at it here. It's a narrative. It, it seems like it's going to be a uh, walking sim, like a narrative kind of adventure game. Maybe. I'm not sure. It sounds interesting, though. It sounds really interesting. Uh, yeah, so definitely check that out. It's from Devolver Digital. So on the Epic Store starting tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this podcast, the day it releases. And then finally, over in some small bites from IGN, uh, they published an article talking about the new Pokemon Rumble Rush, which has been announced for mobile. I believe it actually came out in Australia today, too. So oh, if wow. you want to do one of those weird things where you convince your phone that it's from Australia, you can actually play it today. It looks interesting. And yeah, I'm I'm curious to know how how close to Pokemon Go or anything. Oh, I you. think it's very different. It says it's uh, it's designed to be played with one hand, so that's helpful depending on what you're doing. Um, <laughs> you explore a variety wow. of islands with a chosen Pokemon and can attack enemy monsters by tapping on them. That sounds kind of cool. I'll, I'll I'll give it a try. That was I could not think of how to end the show on a better note than that. Thank you. Right. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, There you go. There's all your uh, video game ish for the week of May. Whatever this is. 15th. This is May 15th. It's whatever. Um, Time's an illusion, Adam. I know. Time is a construct. So there you go. That's all there is to that. Thank you for listening to us this week. You can follow us on social media at Bite Me Podcast, B-Y-T-M-E podcast also bite me podcast.com slash discord slash humble if you'd like to check out our affiliate link to the humble bundle store where we get a little kickback if you do your shopping through there so you get to help charity and help our show uh do that also make sure you check out my channel on twitch as i try and get it going at not good gamer g-a-y-m-e-r and that's the same handle across all social media for that if you want to follow my trials and tribulations of trying to be a streamer it's not good. <laughs> if you want to watch Mostly. Adam swear it is uh, streaming setup. I mean, let's streaming. be real. I'm going to do that on my stream anyway. Fair. I'm just going to scream obscenities yeah. into the ether. So, yeah. yeah. There's that. It's just Tuesday for me. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So, yeah. And patreon.com slash bite me podcast if you'd like to become a patron of our show. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with episode 130. 130. That's right. We love you. <laughs>